Hello, my lovely human beings. How are you doing today? Is it an afternoon, morning, night? I hope you're having a wonderful start to your day, middle day, end of day. Tonight, I'm recording my podcast at night, which I never usually do. I normally do it in the middle of the day, so I'm feeling so mellow right now because I have my chocolate-scented candle going and my fairy lights are on and it's so like low light in my room and I had like meditational music on, but I'm like, I really wanted to report, record this podcast. So here I am recording another podcast. For those who don't know me, my name is Lauren and I am a gluten-free content creator for the account Eat Gluten Free With Me. If you don't already follow me, my TikTok is at Eat Gluten Free With Me. I would say I'm more active on TikTok with posting daily videos, but I'm also active on my IG, which is at dot eat gluten free with me. And I'm always posting stories consistently. So if you want to see my everyday move, definitely Instagram is the way to go. But obviously you're here at my podcast and I am so excited to be talking to you today. And today's topic is going to be about traveling. Okay, I had to leave that in there because I don't even know if that was English. It's going to be about traveling with celiac disease. Like sometimes I literally can't talk and I like choke over my own tongue because I literally can talk so fast because I love talking and then my words just don't make sense. But I'm a little more mellow tonight, so maybe I won't talk so fast. Traveling with celiac disease is a topic that I think is very important to talk about and it's something that I still struggle with today. Um, trips and vacations usually don't bring me any sense of relaxation. Honestly, going on a vacation is like a third job. I usually pack a suitcase full of food. Um, I usually pack more food than I pack clothes options. And the preparation of going away is just a full-time job. And to find restaurants and to make sure there's places I can eat, places I can buy my groceries. It is literally taxing. And it causes a lot of anxiety for me. And I don't think that this is discussed enough. When I go on a vacation, I'm out of my routine. And one way that I deal with my celiac symptoms, my IBS symptoms, my Crohn's symptoms is having my set routine. My routine is I wake up in the morning, I go to the gym, I move my body, that gets my bowels moving. I have specific times that I eat my breakfast, my post-gym breakfast. And you know, I just have a routine that I know makes me feel so good. So when I go on vacation and that routine changes, my symptoms flare. And that is having a routine is one of the main things of how I can control my symptoms. So when I go away, my symptoms tend to flare and I feel like complete SHIT. And it's something that I'm still trying to learn to cope with when I go on vacation and trying to have an on vacation routine, which is just difficult because you never really know what you're going to be doing on a vacation. I don't always have access to like a gym or I don't want to wake up at the crack ass of dawn to do a workout or stuff like that. You know, you want to relax. But that's something I've always struggled with and I think others do as well. So I wanted to go over my tips and tricks of how and ways that I can control things on my vacations and things that, you know, can help to maintain some sort of routine or give me a little bit less anxiety going into a vacation and that is like the whole purpose of today's podcast so first things first whenever you're going anywhere whether it's a weekend trip whether you're flying on a plane you always need to make reservations ahead of time you're totally welcome to go like on a vacation and not have any reservations but the stress and the anxiety that that brings along with having celiac disease is just 
it's not something that you want to deal with on vacation. I've been on vacations where I went with no reservations and I ended up in a town and I'm like, wow, Lauren, there are no gluten-free restaurants here. And I was completely unprepared without meals and I was very, very hangry. And that's just something I would rather not deal with. And I know other people would not want to deal with that as well. So I always use the app, Find Me Gluten Free, um, and I type in the location of where I'm going, even if it's like, I live in upstate New York, so even if it's like the middle of Hickville, there's usually something or like someone, a restaurant that can modify food for my dietary restrictions, but yeah, I use the Find Me Gluten Free app, and I can filter that I have celiac disease, and it'll bring up restaurants that people have voted that are certified to like serve people with celiac disease or that people said they have good experiences at who have had celiac disease and I trust that with my heart and soul and I always make sure to call the restaurants as well so if I see a restaurant and I see good reviews I'm always going to give them a call and be like hi I have celiac disease how do you guys handle this and you know listen to what they have to say if they're very confident about what they're saying I'm usually booking a reservation there and making sure that I can get there to eat and if they're very unsure about celiac disease then I'll probably pass and either cook my own dinner in on a vacation I know or um, bring my own meal just in case. So going back to something that I just said is um, making my own meal I always book an Airbnb with a kitchen on a vacation because sometimes I need to be able to control you know what's in my meal because I'm having a really bad symptom flare Or it's just nice to know, wake up in the morning and not be like, oh, I have to run and get a gluten-free breakfast, but like I have no clue where to go. It's like, oh, instead I can just grab my yogurt from the fridge and throw some granola on it. Or I can keep sliced turkey in the fridge and I can grab a wrap and make a sandwich. Or, oh, I want eggs for breakfast. Let me just throw it on the skillet on the oven and cook that up and I don't have to worry about it being cross-contaminated. And if you can't get a kitchen or you just have no desire to cook, which I totally understand, it's vacation, um, at least get a mini fridge in like a hotel room because you can keep like sliced turkey, yogurts, and um, hummus and stuff like that in your fridge so that you'll have snacks and at least like a breakfast and a lunch so that you only have to worry about dinner. That's what I do every time I go to New York City. Make sure I have a mini fridge. I have yogurt for breakfast. And then I make a wrap that I carry in my bag for lunch and then I'll eat out for dinner. It saves a little bit of money and you don't have to worry about cross-contamination in researching restaurants. And it's just a great little hack. So now say that you're traveling somewhere on a plane and it's a long plane ride. You know, I went to Hawaii and that plane ride was 13 hours. And you're nervous because the airport, well, I'm saying from experience, the airport does not have gluten-free options that are safe to eat usually. They might have a Chipotle that you can probably eat at, but like honestly, the options are few and far between. I've even seen smoothie shops and the smoothies weren't even gluten-free. I was like, what? What are you putting in your smoothies? Like a clap of flour? I'm just confused. But um, yeah, I've had such terrible experiences at airports. Even like trying to find a meal is just difficult. Like you can find like crackers and chips <clears throat> and fruit cups and stuff like that. But like if you're doing a long plane ride, you need to be able to eat a meal. This is when I open up suitcase number two and I start filling this with food that I'm going to bring with me on vacation. 
And then we can also talk about food that you can bring in your carry-on so that you are not hungry on the plane ride. We will start with the carry-on because that is probably something that everyone's going to be bringing on the plane with them and probably what you're most interested in hearing about. When you're on a plane, first you always want to be hydrated. You can't bring more than 3.4 ounces of any liquid or gel on a plane with you or else TSA will take it. So always bring an empty water bottle in with you, whether that's a plastic water bottle or like a hydro flask or something like that. You want to stay hydrated because if you're not, your bowel movements will be irregular and you're going to get constipated and it's just not a good situation. I have a couple snack ideas and meal options that I bring on the airplanes with me. Again, what I just said is that you can't have any liquid or gel is greater than 3.4 ounces, so you got to keep that in mind. One of the snacks that I always bring with me is like pretzels and hummus or crackers and hummus and a little side of like cheddar cheese. So hummus is considered a gel or a liquid, so I buy the mini pre-filled two-ounce containers, and I usually get those at like Price Shop or Hannaford. I'm in Upstate again. I'm sure you can get them at Whole Foods, and those are two ounces, so TSA lets them go through. Um, and yeah, you can bring your own Tupperware. I usually bring my, my glass Tupperware. You can bring your plastic Tupperware. You can put things in baggies. All of that is totally fine. I think that they do recommend or that you need to have clear baggies though. I, I remember doing that on my trip to Hawaii. I also love to bring some source of protein with me. So I will usually do an apple that's pre-sliced and I will get Justin's peanut butter or almond butter packets. Those are, I think, one point something ounces. So they are within the range and those will pass through TSA as well. The last time I was on a plane, I even freaking baked a loaf of zucchini bread and I sliced that up and put it into baggies in case I wanted a sweet little snack. Things like breads and cereals and any type of carb like that, they don't check that at all. You are welcome to bring as many things as you want. In terms of meals, I usually will pack a sandwich, um, you know, any type of sandwich, turkey sandwich, ham sandwich, whatever, or a salad, again, as long as the salad dressing is less than 3.4 ounces, either in like a little container or something that you can throw away, then you are good to go. Um, I usually will put the salad dressing on before the TSA um, so that I don't even have to worry about that being an issue. Hey, you are going on a longer plane ride. Like when I was going to Hawaii, that was a 13-hour pr plane ride. And I had multiple meals with me and I was worried that you know, my food was going to go bad because um, I didn't have any ice packs. So I did actually bring ice packs with me on the plane ride there to Hawaii and they didn't ask me any questions at all. And it's definitely more because they were frozen when I went through TSA. So when they're frozen, it's not an issue. But say they unfreeze, like when I was coming back from Hawaii, they were unfrozen and they, they they were like, you can't have these ice packs. And I was like, well, I'm going to die if I can't eat my food. And this is what happened. Well, I don't know if you want to hear the whole story, but I'm going to tell it to you anyways. So first of all, I have a lack of colors hat and I am very attached to my lack of colors hat. And I was wearing it on the airplane because I didn't want it in my luggage bag. And TSA told me that I had to take it off. So I put it in like a bucket and when it slid through the bucket, when I walked through the scanner, somebody put my lack of colors hat on the oil-filled like slider. And when I picked it up, it was covered in oil. And it was the saddest day of my life. And I still cry about it. And um, yeah, but that's 
<laughs> that's a side story sorry anyways after i i found out that horrible news and i was literally so upset they plead to say that they need to check my bag because there's something mysterious in it and i'm like oh okay <laughs> so they were like oh it's your ice packs like you can't have these ice packs like you're gonna have to throw them away and i was like oh i have celiac disease like i need to be able to keep my food cold because like i can't eat anything in the airport and they were like okay that's fine we're just gonna have to strip your entire bag so they took literally every single thing out of my bag literally everything and i brought a big ass backpack and they had to pat me down and like do that whole thing um so if you want to bring ice packs yeah you're gonna have to go through all that jazz um it honestly wasn't too bad other than being upset about my hat like i was just like whatever um but just know that they will strip everything in your bag so don't bring too many small items because it was such a hassle to put back in and they will pat you down so now we will talk about um what i pack in my literal second luggage bag especially if i'm going for like a week vacation um i bring so much food just because like i know the prices of food you know where i live and i can get discounts versus i don't know like in hawaii food was so expensive so like i brought so many snacks so that i wouldn't have to worry about oh my god what if they don't have gluten-free this or that and it would just be a hassle so i'll pack all my dry foods like granola bars protein shakes um like things like quinoa rice pasta bring all that with me i will pack my cutting board because when I stay at places that have a kitchen, I never know like what their kitchenware is going to be like and if it's going to be really tarnished or used. So I always pack my little thin flexible cutting boards. I got them at like Home Goods. They're literally like plexi. They're super thin and like malleable. And then I always pack my little griddle pan. <laughs> You're going to be like, "What, Lauren?" No, it's literally a travel size griddle pan and I just bring that in case again, in case their pans are very tarnished and they look like they might have gluten on them. So I just bring that in case and my mom's crazy and she'll pack like chicken and like all of that stuff. You don't have to do that. That's like a little bit insane. But if you want to save money, you can literally put anything in your carry-on. Like they literally don't care. I've brought in like oatmeal and balsamic vinegars before olive oil salt seasonings literally everything but that's only if you want to be extreme like i am another reason i like to pack a lot of snacks is because that is one type of thing that i do like to keep consistent on vacation is the things that i normally eat you know if i can't keep my lifestyle consistent with what i do on the regular it's nice to be able to keep some of the food that i eat consistent so that my body isn't way out of shock i also always like to bring like Fibermend, which is um it's a dietary supplement that helps like regulate your bowel movements and i tend to get really constipated on vacation so i'll pack that with me too and i'll usually take that before i go to bed so that when i wake up i have a nice bowel movement speaking of fiber this is also something that you should really make sure that you're eating if you're on a long plane ride because fiber does help regulate your bowel movements and when you're on a plane you're not moving a lot and you're just sitting in like one stagnant place so that can really be really harmful on like your gut health and your eye your bowel movements especially if you do have ibs on top on top of celiac disease one snack that i have been loving lately it's called protos 
They are a grain-free, um, it's almost like a little pita chip, and they're gluten-free, and they're literally so amazing. I don't know about you guys, but I haven't had a gluten-free pita chip ever, like literally ever, ever. I used to be obsessed with those Stacy's pita chips before I had celiac disease, and like I couldn't find any replacement of them. I don't know why. I just never knew they existed. And then I found this Protos brand and I was like, you're kidding. Like these are amazing. And they have nine grams of fiber and 13 chips and they are made with chickpeas and peas and they're so nutritious and they only have 90 calories in them for 13 chips, which is literally amazing. I always like to make sure that like my snacks are very nutrient dense because I don't want to just be eating empty calories, especially on a plane ride. But I love that these chips have a source of fiber in them. So I'm not just eating empty chip plain carbs. Um, these actually have nutrient values in them and they would be even better with paired with a hummus or I've even put them in my food processor and used it as a grain-free breading to make chicken tenders. And if you want to see that video, head to my TikTok because it's literally amazing and I ate them within one day because they were literally so good. And not only are they packed in fiber, but they also have grams of protein, which is literally crazy to me because it's like a chip but it's made from chickpeas and peas, so that makes sense. And I freaking love that, and the ingredients are so clean. And they have three different flavors. They have barbecue, sour cream, and onion, and the Simply Salted. Personally, I'm a simple lady, and I love just, like, simply salted things. So those are definitely my favorite. But if you guys want to give these a try, you can use my discount code Lauren 10, I seriously wouldn't recommend a product if I didn't believe in the story behind it and the nutritional value of it and the people behind the brand. And I seriously think this is a great brand and I only want to promote products that I truly believe in. So if you want to give those a try, you are definitely welcome to do so. The link to purchase um, these chips is in my bio. And the other thing that I love and why I'm talking about it in this episode is because they have their bags are like very um travel friendly so they'd be perfect to just you know throw in your carry-on for a plane ride and have as a quick snack so i love that so the last thing that i want to talk about in this episode is grocery shopping when i go away especially to a new place i always research the grocery stores that will be within distance of where i'm staying so that I can know, you know, are there any stores like Whole Foods or Trader Joe's, something like that, because usually the products remain the same at all of those stores. But most of the time, you know, those are probably like a little bit further from where I'm staying. So there's like local grocery stores. And I will always make sure that they have the products that I'm looking for. You know, if you type in the name of the grocery store, usually it'll pull up a website and you can search their products. Um, I also always come in with a grocery list so that I can get to where I need to be, get to the grocery store, get what I need, and then get out of there and be on vacation because the last place I want to be on vacation is in the grocery store shopping. Also, if you know what you're going to cook throughout the week and you have your grocery list, it'll help you save a lot of money um, just knowing what you need and not buying anything other than those things. Another thing that we're talking about grocery stores Guys, go to the frozen produce section. Literally so amazing. Today I got butternut squash, like a huge bag of it, frozen and cut into pieces. Just one ingredient, butternut squash. It was $1.50. And a normal butternut squash is not $1.50. And it's not cut up. And it's so laborious to like open that thing up. 
like all produce items in the grocery store in the frozen section are like two dollars or less and it is slept on too much with the prices of groceries right now it is so affordable to shop in the frozen produce aisle and i highly 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 recommend it lastly you need to enjoy that vacation girl you know your symptoms you know that they can come and go but just remember that you're on vacation and these are memories that you're going to remember forever so enjoy your time with your family your friends your loved ones and have an amazing vacation not to let your autoimmune disease you know ruin your good time and say your symptoms do flare try to use those remedies that you do have to make yourself feel better like ginger tea going on a walk staying hydrated and doing all those things so that you can help your symptom flares um you know resolve i wanted to end today's episode with a positive affirmation like i always do and today it's know that feeling afraid is a sign that you are expanding Fearful feelings are a loyal companion to those that continue to push themselves past their limits. It is perfectly natural to feel afraid while simultaneously stepping forward. The reason I chose this quote is because, as I mentioned before, traveling and vacationing is something that has always caused me fear and anxiety. But challenging yourself and pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone allows you to grow. And you need to be able to go on vacations and to relax. And it's a great opportunity to push yourself outside your comfort zone and to learn how can I go on these vacations and relax and what new tips can I take away from every vacation to make the next one more enjoyable. What ways can I enjoy going on vacation with my autoimmune disease? And it shows that every time I go on a vacation, you know, I am growing as a person. I am learning these new things. And I am growing as a person and in same, you will be doing that as well. So that's what I wanted to end on today and I'm about to fall asleep. I'm so tired now. I just feel like my room is literally putting me to sleep. It's so comfortable and I'm in my fuzzy bed right now. But um, yeah, so I just wanted to say that I hope you have an amazing day, night, evening and afternoon. Again, if you could leave a review on my podcast, if you're enjoying it, that would mean the world to me. And if you're not already following me on socials, you can follow me at equalandfreewithme on TikTok and at e.glutenfreewithme on Instagram. Talk to you soon, guys. Bye.